You know what? This is how I believe, okay? I'm from the old school. TYT's old school, J.R. Jackson, Dave Cole. Still no Jenk and Ben, still the three of us. This still happened that way. Three hey, weeks later. I mean, um, it has to happen that way. You, you know, I, I was telling this again before, and I think it was it was Jesus, and it may have been you, Dave. But anyway, it was three of us on the panel. We were talking about how the old school guys are never here. Yeah. And um, No, I'm sorry. It was me, Brooke, and Brett. That's what it was. Ugh, they're too young for this show. And I was the I was the old guy. And I was talking about how when Jank first started this, he was like, yeah, you know, we'll do the regulars, all like we used to shoot the shit and talk and everything, yeah. Um, and it was like, it'll be me, Jank was saying this, me, Ben, you, Jesus, Dave. And I was like, okay, we'll do it. If you check the ratio of the amount of times that it actually happens that we have that trio, me, yeah. Ben, and Jank, or Jank, Ben, and Jesus. And one of the, yeah. So, We're busy guys. So quick question, um, and this is something Jank and Ben will talk about incessantly. I want to talk about restaurant etiquette for a moment, okay? And I was so incensed by this restaurant. Um, my daughter went to eat at this restaurant. I was visiting her uh, in college. Mm-hmm. So we get there at 4.45, okay? So really early. It's like daylight. Yeah. So, uh, and it was, it's a little Japanese restaurant. It's like the one good sushi place in all of Philadelphia. And I take her there, and I'm, I'm, I'm with my mom also. So it's a party of three. We get there at 4.45, and there are all these empty tables, and they won't seat us because they said they're all reserved. And I was very annoyed. Um, I, was like, I was like, really? What are the reservations for? That's, right? the, that's yeah. exactly what I was about to yeah. ask. Yeah. Uh, so at, in 15 minutes, they're all going to be full? Is that, is that what you're telling me? <laughs> and, and the other diners are eating. They're all going to be finished before... Uh, you know, and, and then and then that, that are also reserved too. I was deeply annoyed by, it, and I was also more annoyed by the seeming incompetence of the host, who was just like looking at the thing, and it took him like he made me wait for like five six minutes before he realized that the earliest seating he had for me was nine p.m. It's like I think that that's wait, is this that's like, stupid. Is a trendy right? place that goes crazy at night or something? I don't know. Whatever. But like, I was like, I was like are, you, are you an idiot? I mean, I didn't say anything, but I was just thinking that. I was, I was like, really? Why would you even offer me 9 p.m. as an option? It's 4.45. I'm not waiting four hours and 15 minutes for dinner <laughs> with my wife, uh, with, my, with my daughter and my mom. Are you crazy? Um, well, that's why you got to plan ahead. Well, you know, I really want to know what this place was because I'm picturing like just a random college town little it's sushi like a, place. No, it's in, this, <coughs> excuse me, it's in Center City, Philadelphia. It's a nicer place. Whatever, but come on. Well, I'm thinking at 4:45 they weren't actually open, but you say other people were dining there. Yes, they 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 opened like at 3 p.m. or something like that, Uh right? So that's fine. I I was just I was like, this is bullshit, right? Like like you're 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 incompetent. You're doing something wrong with the computer program. (laughs) I I, I just don't believe you. I don't believe you that you can't. I mean, the restaurant was about two thirds empty, and you cannot sit three people. Yeah, because by the way, say there's a reservation for five. Yeah, and it's. 12 people. Yeah, you got to seat them. We need the space. But there's no way at 5 o'clock you're going to have four groups of reserved people of 10 around or 7 to 12 
and every table. I was so annoyed by this guy. <laughs> uh, so we left, and then we went to another restaurant. You want to say because of your race, man. Well, you know, Japanese restaurants are very racist against Asian people. We all know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was ready to believe it. <laughs> no, of course not. Um, uh, and then we went to uh, uh, another restaurant that was probably better anyway. So, so there's that. Well, one of JR's most famous declarations... And I was about to say it. Was that he hates going to restaurants <laughs> and Jake and Ben, their heads explode. Like, how could you hate? That's the best thing in the world. <laughs> it's not. But I was the only guy in the world who was a kind of with JR. It's a little, sometimes, very often annoying. It feels, it feels so awkward. And once they do seat you, and then you have to go through the process of having someone continuing to check on you while you eat. Like, if you're at home and eating, imagine if, even if your kid walks up every 15 minutes and goes, are you okay? Hey, Dad. <laughs> hey, you, you doing okay with that macaroni? Hey, is macaroni good? Hey, you still drinking that soda? You need some water, Dad? You'd be like, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> imagine a grown-ass man or woman that keeps coming back and checking on you. And you're crazy. Yes, yes, I'm still okay. Yes, this eating process I've been doing since I was fucking born, I figured that out again. And I then do you're that. done and you want to leave. You can't leave until they come back, <laughs> and then they don't come back. <laughs> they asked you how your macaroni was five times. Uh, I can't wait. I'm going to paddle with two weird, quirky people. Yeah. <laughs> then you have to assess whether or not they fucked up enough for you to not give them a good enough tip or to give them too much of a tip. Like, should I give them 20% or should I give them 18%? Well, they're really good, man. I'll give them 22%. Oh, let me figure out 22% of an $82 bill. Let me see. Hmm. Oh, shit, I might as well just round up and go over 100 Oh, maybe. maybe. Oh, it's too much fucking trouble. <laughs> the only complaint I have about restaurant is that it's, it's expensive, right? It, yeah. it adds up quickly. I love restaurants, like good restaurants with good service. And I'm a massive over, over tipper. I think me, Ben, and Michael Schur are the massive over yeah. tippers. Jank has historically been a terrible cheap tipper dave can i out you here he's not the best tipper in the world um i hit right at the line no i'm at the line too but you wouldn't know it because when i go by myself is when i'm cheap if i go with other people (laughs) i'll be a little more generous (coughs) so you wouldn't really know that's that's awesome (laughs) (laughs) there was an episode and again i never watched this show and i saw this one episode of it and it spoke to me Remember the old show, Third Rock from the Sun? Is that what Third Planet from the Sun? Third Rock from the Sun. Third Rock from the Sun. And one of them, like, the, I forget, I think it was, it wasn't John Lithgow's character. It may have been either way. One of them, well, they were aliens, right? And they went to a restaurant. And they really, they, they laid out the issue with restaurants so well in that episode because he's an alien, so he doesn't get why humans do these stupid things like go to restaurants and they go through the process of getting checked on and having to pay this and then figuring out that. So he was explained to that, He's learned about tips, and he's like, well, why? And they'll explain to him why you want to do it, because the service is good, and if it's not good, you take some away, and if it's great, give him more. So he pulled out his wad of money, it was all singles, and sat him on the table, and he's like, I can do this, right? And so everything that went right, <clears throat> he'd keep money, and everything that went wrong, he'd take money right in front of the waiter. <laughs> it was the best episode. So at one point, they like didn't have some dish. He, oh, we're totally out of the fish. And he's like, Really? <laughs> they taking money right in front of us. I was like, this is exactly what happens at restaurants. It's just we don't do it in front of them. So the whole time we're taking a mental note of, okay, uh, strike. But you also got to make the calculation, was it the waiter's fault or the back kitchen's fault? That's a further complication. And then if All right, so, so I, I'm actually an investor in a restaurant in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. It's a ramen restaurant, and I went to visit it recently. And, I was, and it just, had just opened, and the food there is outstanding. If you're in the Atlanta area, check out a restaurant called Okiboru. Excellent, excellent ramen. I wouldn't know if I was. Okay, 
O-K-I-B-O-R-U, Okiboru. Anyway, um, so I was there visiting and um, basically uh, right before the restaurant opens, people start lining up and then it's constantly full until we close. And then we have to turn people away because we've already closed and the kitchen is closed. So fantastic start. You can't seat anyone at 445. (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, But uh, my business partner who runs it, who, who owns it, mm-hmm. he made me work there one day, like for like an hour, like hour, like barely an hour, right? I had, my job was to basically help uh, clear, clear off the tables and also take the appetizers from the window and, and take it to the, holy shit. I was never so flustered in my life. I was all <laughs> panicky. I made a couple of mistakes early on. I was like, ah, oh, I'm screwing everything up. Wait, somebody's gonna fire me. Yeah. And, uh, I have a much deeper appreciation now, just from that one hour for you know the the the, the travails of being a waitress. Do you think that's why he did that? No, he just wanted to make me sweat a little bit. That's oh, all. Oh, yeah, I thought he was like trying to let you know how hard yeah. our employees work, so therefore yeah. you don't get on them. No, I got out of my employees. First of all, I'm not even an active participant. I'm, I'm a passive investor, oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. uh, but yeah. he just wanted me to just just get a sense of yeah. have more ownership over the thing, right? Um, what did you fuck up? Well. I forgot which table was which table. So, so the, the ticket comes out with the food. So it was like wings and, and the dumplings. And it goes to table 14. But I thought that was table 14. But this is table 14. And now I gave the wrong. And they yeah. started eating it. I didn't so know. I screwed it up, right? <laughs> well, that's so they eat what they didn't order. That's crazy. They did order it, right? Oh. But they ordered one of them, but not the other one. But they, didn't, they weren't paying attention. And the food is really good. So they just start eating it. So now with the comp them, that one, because they didn't order it, I just gave it to them. So that lucky day for them. And then the other table, now they're annoyed because their food's come out late. So I, I was, I was throwing things the off. second one, too. Yes, right. <laughs> I, I, was, I was screwing everything up, yeah. <laughs> and then your partner's like, get the fuck out of yeah. here. Yeah, and then I spilled some stuff on me. Like, I was, ah, shit. You nah. never had a shit teenage job in a restaurant where you did Not in a restaurant. I had a shit teenage job, but it was at 7-Eleven, not in a restaurant. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure which one's worse. Yeah. But if, no, I did the teenage restaurant job. It's not worth doing. I will never do it. Like, no, like just... I tell my nephew who's now, man, he's in his mid-20s, but when he was like 18, and I was like, listen, now is the time for you to do the shit jobs, because when you're older and your knees start going, you're not going to want to stand up and run around a restaurant all day, because you're going to quit. So just get it out of the way now, make your little money since you're not working and you're broke and complaining and asking for cash all the time. Do it now, because I don't sound anybody older than 30 can do that, because... I would flip some tables if I had to do that now, because I can't. It's just, it's not, that kind of labor just hurts now. But there's a lot of people who do. Yeah, and that's what sucks. That's why every time I see older folks doing it, I'm like, man, that's who you like break out the bread for and tip them because they're working. They shouldn't have to be doing this type of work. Um, I remember there was a a point on the application when I worked at at a movie theater and I was 17, and it said, can you stand for six hours at a time? I was like, what kind of stupid-ass question is this? <laughs> Can I stand for six hours? Fuck out of here. Who can't stand for six hours? If anybody can't stand for six hours, they don't need to be even making any money. And I was just so flipping about it. But now, if now I... Now that you're an question, old man with creaky knees, you <laughs> I'll know. i like, yeah. six hours? Who's going to ask me, what kind of slave-driving shit is this? <laughs> yeah. Six hours. Well, some of those old people that Bernie Madoff ripped off had to go work at Walmarts when they were like 70 years old because they ran out. They had no the more greeters. Money. The, the greeters, greeters, yeah. The greeters probably get to sit down, though. I don't know. They should. But you know what? The, uh, so I was, uh, after that experience, I was watching the employees just do their thing. And it, it is like a choreographed dance move, right? 
because it is a busy restaurant. This is the one you were at? Yeah, uh -huh. it's a busy restaurant. So you have the servers uh, and wait, waiter servers, but also you have, uh, I didn't know this was a thing, but we had someone called, something called a runner. So they don't take the orders and stuff, but they're the ones who, who, who bring a lot of the stuff out. Yeah. Um, and then in, on, on the side, there was this one employee, and all she was doing was, because they make their own noodles right there in, inside the restaurant. Wow. So she is just making noodles, like uh, uh, from the noodle yeah. machine, like just constantly. <laughs> uh, and then in the back, there's like this whole like assembly line system of people, um, you know, preparing the broth, and you know all the other stuff that goes. In. I mean, it was it, it's. But this it's is impressive. part of what Jr. and I yeah. are talking about. A restaurant's annoying enough as is, and we have sympathy for the hard work that the people who work. So now you're yeah, eating, and them. you yeah. feel bad about these people who are suffering <laughs> in order for you to. <laughs> you know what they're going through now? When somebody breaks a glass, they drop a whole tray, like something you oh, did to yourself. Yeah. I'm like, you know, people may go, oh, and I'm always like. Oh. Sorry, some bitch, man. I'm sorry. <clears throat> like I feel bad for them. Sure, because well, their whole yeah. night is ruined. No, no, I feel I, I I go the other way. I am enjoying a meal. <clears throat> they feel good that they're providing me with an enjoyable meal. Yeah, they're getting money. They're making money. They're earning, and everyone's happy. That's how I see it. Also true. It's all perspective. Is that what happens? Because I wasn't making any money when I was doing it. Those <laughs> so, little, like they so paid me three dollars and twenty five cents an hour. I get the report uh, yeah. every day on how they're doing. And the average tip is right around eighteen percent, hmm. so that's not bad uh, for the way, for the wait staff and other people to to split. Plus, they get their salary, so it's by no means is it a glorious living, but it's better than I thought. It was like, I mean, there's a lot of tips coming. I mean, out. I bought my first car with that job. I worked at Billy Sherman's Deli in St. Louis, and I paid four hundred and fifty dollars for my first car because I was paying, I was making six bucks an hour and I was balling. I was like six bucks an hour. I was 15 years old making six bucks an hour sure. and tips. Oh, that was I was on fire. Each check was like 115 bucks. <laughs> I was rolling. Uh, but what I do do at restaurants <clears throat> when I do, I'm forced to go. And I'm not sure if you go this far, Dave. But I mean, I was in London even for this uh, for this conference we were doing, and I went out and we just had drinks, and it was a drink I hadn't seen before. And I was like, I looked at the menu and it tells you everything that's in the drink. And I was like, this is a bomb-ass drink. So I took a picture of the menu, and I was like, I'm going to make this at home. So every time I find something I actually enjoy at a restaurant, I'm like, yeah, I could use a little bit more cheese, maybe a little more salt, a little less on the pepper, a little less on the sauce. And just I would tweak it, and I'm going to recreate that at home, and I will never go back to that restaurant again. I'm like, this was excellent. So I go to your restaurant in Atlanta. I'm like, this is excellent. How'd you guys do this? <laughs> it's called intellectual property. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you tell me, then it's just, it's just a... Friendly suggestion at that point. So then if I get the recipe, I'm going to go home and make it. Why am I going to keep wasting $75 on this meal that I can go to the grocery store and get this? Hey, get the if, you can, if you can do a similar thing at home, by all means do yeah. it. In fact, uh, yesterday, uh, yeah, yesterday, I made an outstanding dinner. You know what I made for my kids? I, made, I, I got bronzino from the Persian market. This beautiful is. bronzino is a Mediterranean sea bass. Okay. So I got two of those. You know what I'm saying? Cost each $14. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cost at a restaurant. Like 50 bucks each, right? So I got two of those, yeah. and then uh, I made a little side salad, uh, roasted uh, potatoes, and uh, there was something else in there. Um, something else, too. Excellent, excellent meal. The kids loved it. I loved it. It was delicious, and the whole thing cost like 40 bucks. Did you steal right? it from someone like you guys said I do? Like, did you, did you eat it somewhere else is what I'm trying to say. Oh, no, and no. take it back. No. Sounds like a very basic. Is very basic. You just throw it in the oven for 25 minutes and, it, and, and then throw some olive oil on it. It's perfect. So I didn't have to steal a recipe. But, um, but that's, 
like I, I was eating once at at a restaurant called Milos in <clears throat> Vegas. Thank God I didn't have to pay for it. You know how much the sea bass was there? Hundred and forty bucks. This is this is sense. outrageous. Like, and, right? that, that didn't turn yeah. you off enough. No, it would have if I had to pay for oh, it. I but it, it was like a it was like a like a corporate meal. Like yeah. TYT didn't pay for it. Trust me, out <laughs> <laughs> of TYT's budget, right? I think it was. I forget who it was, but some other company was trying to woo me about something. Uh-huh. They pay for it, right? But I was like, I'm not gonna pay that. So I made a an excellent meal at home for a fraction of the price. So I'm with you, Jr. Mm-hmm. But there is a great pleasure in dining out when you know the price is fair. The food is great, service is good, and, and you're happy. I, I I drove by out in Malibu. If people who know, if you listen to Drake enough, Nobu. I drove by Nobu. Uh, Nobu many is like times. a classic, overhyped, not worth it place. Way overdone. It's to the point where I've driven by and my wife goes, "Oh, Nobu." And I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> no, boo. This shit is not gonna happen. What the fuck are we doing this for?" Like, and then we drive by in the parking lot. It's packed. People can't even get have you, in. Have you ever gone to Nobu? I won't. I won't do have, it. Have you ever gone? No, I don't think so. No. <clears throat> so Nobu had their original restaurant in New York City in the '90s. <clears throat> Super popular. Uh, at one point, Robert De Niro said that was his favorite restaurant and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, right? So my law firm took us out there, and this is what they did. Okay, I, we ordered some fish. I'm sorry, which one was it? Was it here? No, the one in New York, okay. like the original one. Mm-hmm. And, and their thing was they would put like a little piece of gold foil on your food, and you're supposed to eat the gold, right? I was like, this is total bullshit, right? <laughs> they're literally feeding you gold, and they're charging you this insane price for it, right? And I was like, this is, I mean, this is predates the Hunger Games, but this is like the, Hunger, like the freaking capital, right? Where, where people are, are literally eating gold totally. and there are homeless people outside, you know, <laughs> looking through the windows. And it was, you were the it was absurd. Like, you leave, yeah. And you leave going, I had gold tonight. Yeah. yeah. On the top of my. And, 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 and they were the first ones to do like kind of like fancy schmancy mm-hmm. sushi where they would like sear, like drizzle, like. You know, scorching olive oil on the fish so parts of it's cooked and part of it's not cooked. They, they season it. It's undoubtedly good. But mm-hmm. is it worth the price? No. I think it's way overpriced. I don't even know and, the price because I'm not willing to you don't anger, want to know anger the price. myself yeah. enough to find out. But again, I mean, I guess there's that too. Have you ever tried sushi at home? Like you're thinking, I can throw some fiery olive oil over my... No, I tried sushi at home and it's definitely not as good as sushi. You did do I it? Yeah, I, I've done it, yeah. Okay, because I was literally having this conversation with someone like two days ago. I don't know how... I mean, I guess you go to a specialty shop where it's like sushi cuts or whatever. I don't know what the difference is as to how you trust making it at home because where I got the sushi from. But for some reason, I may trust the sushi plot, the space. Yeah. It's making it. But if I come home, like, I know people are like, oh, I went to Rouse and I got some sushi. I was like, no, you shouldn't. I mean, no. I got some salmon you got from, some the, from the meat fish, section. Yeah. And the guy was like, you want a half a pound? And he, <laughs> and he no, the, you, you have to get stuff that's, that's uh, sushi grade. Yeah. Um, and and there's, there's a whole set of rules you got to follow to make sure that it's safe and all that kind of stuff. But when I make my sushi at home, it's not real sushi. What I do is I actually grill the salmon on a nice uh, cast iron pan. Mm-hmm. And what I do is I make the sushi rice. So it's rice with the, with the proper seasoning, the vinegar. Then you put a little piece of the, of the cooked salmon and the rice into a nice piece of seaweed, wrap it up, and then you use the wasabi and the, and the so and you soy won't do sauce. The raw, so you won't just no, no. And, and it tastes damn good. Actually, my kids love that. Uh, and, you, and you add yeah, cucumbers and stuff good. like that. It's actually quite delicious. And it's a fraction of the price. It's probably healthier because, you know, I got wild totally. uh, caught salmon and it's cooked. 
it's not a big deal. But like, if you want proper raw sushi, sashimi, just go to the What's restaurant. the grade? Like, what part of it? Like, is it because it's the middle of the fish and not the top or back end? What is yeah, the so you have to make sure it's not, it's not contaminated with bacteria and all of mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And if you go to the, so all the, uh, you know, um, um, reputable sushi places, they go and buy it from the fish market oh. um, where they buy it on, on Tuesdays. You should never have sushi on a Monday, okay? So they oh. buy it on, on Tuesdays. Like anywhere. Anywhere. So, so, so they, they buy the sushi on a Tuesday, <clears throat> and then, and then, and then they, they usually go again on Friday. So the best days to have sushi are Tuesdays and Fridays. And, and, and then, you know, I guess like the next day is fine too. But those are the best days. And they get the best fish from the market. So by Monday, the Friday fish are all gone? Like at least the good, like by now they're kind of old? Yeah, it's old now. So also don't yeah. no eat on Thursday either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mondays so, so, and Thursdays. Yeah, so, mon- so Tuesdays and Wednesdays are, uh, Tuesdays and Wednesdays, mm-hmm. Fridays and Saturdays are the best days. So Thursdays and Sundays are okay, but Mondays you should not be eating sushi on Mondays. <laughs> I didn't know this. Yeah, I like, didn't know that. That's got to be like, how is it that 100 percent of the suppliers it has to be on those days? No, t- Tuesdays are the days where they do it. So most <laughs> reputable sushi places are closed on Mondays. Why? Yeah. Why don't they just go on Monday? Because <laughs> the market is not open on Monday. <laughs> That's something. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, it must be something with something financial or something with their money that makes it better for them to not. Supply Probably because they, restaurants want to close one day and oh. that day would have to be Monday. Yeah. Right? Well, what restaurants close on a Tuesday? That's a, that's a weird day to be closed, right? So you, that's the day you start off the week and that's when you have the fresh stuff. Yeah, and then you get restocked for the weekend. Yeah, you need to give yeah. the employees a day off. Yeah. I want to find out more about the sizzling olive oil. I want to try that. <laughs> got to go to Nobu. <laughs> No, I want to do it at home. <laughs> I hope I don't burn well, myself. You got to go on a Tuesday <laughs> to a sushi place and get some some uh, sushi grade. Sushi. If you go to the Saltel, um, you know where Saltel yeah, is. Yeah, Saltel is a section. Yeah, it's a little Japanese part of LA. If you just go there, there's a little grocery store. They actually have very very high quality uh, fish there. They can just take home, slice it up, and eat it yourself at home. So you can you can uh, superheat olive oil, drizzle it on there, and season it. I'd go after this show, except we already had Chinese food before <laughs> old school. You know, Chinese food and Japanese are very different. You know that, right? They're two totally different cultures. Yeah, I get my Chinese like food all on this. There's so many bad always jokes on Wednesdays. to be told right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so try some noble, you guys. Tell us how it is. Or if you get home and you actually try to do the sushi on a Tuesday or a Friday... Send us some pictures. Show us no, some videos. Don't I want try to see Nobu. What's Just buy another TYT membership for a friend <laughs> instead of. There you go. <laughs> Until next time, uh, don't kill yourselves. Eat the stuff that's good, and um, we'll see you guys next time. TYT. <laughs>